0: Paul says that solid food is for the mature, but who amongst us is mature? Who amongst us is mature enough to speak the word, to learn the word, to understand the word? Who amongst us is worthy of solid food and not milk? Let's talk about what it means to be mature in the faith, what it means to seek and take part in the solid food of Scripture rather than the, uh, the childishness of uh, milk. How many of us in the community today are still nursing on the milk of Scripture rather than eating solid food? Let's talk about that more as we get into it today. Good morning, Christian America. And good morning, Christian America, Ed here with the Christian American community and the Christian American t-shirt company coming to you today to talk about what it means to be mature, what it means to be spiritually mature, what does it mean to be a mature Christian American in 2020, what does it mean for us as a, as a community of believers, people who have dedicated ourselves, who try to live out every aspect of our lives, how Christ would want us to constantly seeking, constantly learning, constantly yearning for God's uh, intervention in our lives. He can put us on the right path, uh, continue us uh, on the right path, uh, bring forth uh, his glory, his goodness in our lives. Maybe that he would, uh, he would produce his will, produce his fruit through our actions, through us, through our words. Uh, the, the possibilities are that of, of Him uh, interacting and being a part of our society, of our lives, um, can happen through us. It is through our actions. It's through our words. It's through our deeds. It's through the fruits that we produce, that His will is done, should we choose to seek it, should we choose to take part in it, should we choose to uh, be one with Him, should we choose to understand the scriptures that he has given us The understand the revelation of, uh, of his word and how we seek him because if we seek him if we truly see christ we should be all-encompassing we should be uh, uh you know our, we should be zealots on behalf of christ we should be seeking uh his wisdom at all levels at all times and understanding that that he is omnipresent, he is always here. And if he's always here, and he's always pushing us uh, in the direction which he wants us to go, should we choose to listen? Should we choose to uh, to obey uh, his command? Uh, imagine, you know, if you did not know Christ, or if you do not know Christ, or if you do not know uh, if you are not educated of his uh, of his presence, of his will of his uh, omnipresence. Many of us are walking around today not knowing enough about Jesus, not knowing enough about Christ. We know the wavetops because our parents led us into the church. We used to go to church as children. Uh, we've, maybe we've watched a couple of old movies, maybe the Ten Commandments with Charleston Heston. Uh, maybe we've seen some of the new... Uh, christian movies uh, that, that have come out recently and, and but you haven't been studying Christ you haven't been in the word you've you've only uh, just begun you you are um, you are similar to a child and you're easily swayed because you're not entrenched in it imagine a a, a newborn or uh, not a newborn but a uh, but uh, at a recently planted tree there's a Uh, There is a seed that enters into the earth. It gets watered and sunlight, and it eventually starts to sprout. You don't want your trees to stay at a young young level as a baby tree because sooner or later when strong winds come or kids run around the yard, the tree is just going to fall over. It'll blow in the wind and eventually get knocked over because its roots aren't deep enough yet. Its roots, uh, it's, its bark isn't strong enough. It isn't tall enough. It hasn't developed into what it's supposed to become. Similar how we are born as children. Imagine if we stayed children. Imagine if we stayed at the, at the frail age of a two-year-old or a four-year-old rather than what God created us to be, to be men and women of the faith, to be grown-ups, to be strong, to be elders in the community. Last week I talked about what are our responsibilities as elders, as individuals, as grown-ups, as adults, as leaders in our family, in our community, in our faith community. Where do our responsibilities lie, and how do we, how are you, Taking on that responsibility, accepting that responsibility, and doing God's will and word, I want to continue that theme today because Paul was, runs into the same problem, and he he addresses it in multiple in multiple places. But one of the places that he uh, that he addresses it in is the the letter to the Hebrews. Now the Hebrews, meaning the Jewish community, the believers in Christ. And let us not forget that. All of these people in the New Testament are Jewish. Paul is Jewish from the land of Judea. Jesus was Jewish. All of these people are Jewish. So the letter to the Hebrews is to the Jewish community in Jerusalem. People that believe that Jesus was the Messiah. Jesus is the Christ that he was resurrected on the third day, and he sits at the right hand of the Father. This is the community that is under intense pressure in their communities, in their surroundings, from all the people who did not believe that Jesus was the Christ, that did not believe that Jesus was the Messiah, that encouraged the crucifixion and death of Christ. Imagine the pressure that they're under. Imagine if they didn't have strong enough faith or if they didn't have an educated knowledge in what brought them to that faith, an understanding of the Gospels. They would be easily swayed. They would be easily uh, manipulated. They would have been, they would have been easily uh, uh, to, to follow the crowd of non-believers. And Paul addresses this in the the book of Hebrews. And I want you to to pay attention and turn to Hebrews chapter 5, verse 11, where he talks about the falling of the way. And in it, Paul says, We have much to say about this, but it is hard to make clear to you because you no longer try to understand. People have given up on the word of God. We see that today. We are no longer trying to understand. And we don't know what's going on when you, when you take a look at the world, you take a look at society, and you take a look at America today as a believer, as a Christian, and you look outside, you don't understand. You're like, this is going in the wrong direction. And now it's coming to the point where we no longer even try to understand. If you learned about Christ, though, you would understand. If you read Scripture, you would understand, because Paul talks about this. Scripture prophesizes some of these things. He says, in fact, through uh, though by this time you ought to be teachers. You need someone to teach the elementary truth of God's word all over again we've been taught he's saying you've been taught you should be teachers by now but you're not you don't understand and now you need me you need other teachers to continue to teach you does that remind you of anyone you know should we be teachers by now should we be the ones that are leading the next generation but yet we still turn to pastors, we still turn to preachers, we still turn to ministers in order to regurgitate the, 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 the revelation that Scripture provides. We still need that guidance. We still need someone else to feed us because we are unable to do it ourselves when by now we should be doing it ourselves. He says, you need milk, not solid food. Anyone who lives on milk is being an infant and is not acquainted with the teachings about righteousness, but solid food for the mature who have by constant use have trained themselves to distinguish good from evil. How many of us fit that description? How many of us in 2020 that call themselves believers, that call themselves adults, that yearn for that respect, that want to uh, say that they are someone important or that they should be someone important, that they are an adult and are still drinking milk rather than solid food? How many of us today need someone else to read scripture to us because we're not disciplined enough, we're not capable enough? We're not, uh, it seems that we don't care enough to do it ourselves, to teach our children ourselves. How many of us send our children to Sunday school so that other people can teach our children about the lessons of Christ? How many of us, adults, men and women with children, with nieces and nephews? with friends and relatives, with neighbors? How many of us are being the adults in the room and leading people to Christ? How many of us are eating solid food and feeding and nourishing those around us with it? Because make no mistake, that is nourishment for the body. It's nourishment for the mind. It's nourishment for the soul. Paul continues to address the discipline necessary to carry on through the good times, through the bad times, an adult, a leader in the family does not shirk their responsibilities. They do not abandon the ones they love, no matter what type of obstacle or challenge that they are faced with. And in this scenario, these Uh, Messianic Jews, people that believe, these believers in Christ within this Jewish community, are under intense pressure. And Paul tells them, they disciplined us for a little while as they thought best, but God disciplines us for our good in order that we may share us or in order that we may share in holiness no discipline seems no discipline seems unpleasant i says no discipline seems pleasant at the time but painful later on however it produces a harvest of righteousness and peace for those who have been trained by it be trained by the discipline you receive be trained by the obstacles that you are faced with because you're an adult And you need to persevere through these problems because that's what adults do. You can be trained in the word by reading it, by taking on solid food, by being leaders in your communities, by uh, being an example, a standard bearer for those around you. He goes on to say, therefore, strengthen your feeble arms and weak knees. Make level paths for your feet, so that the lame may not be disabled, but rather healed. Strengthen yourself. Lift yourself. God is with you. But if you don't know it, if you don't read it, if you don't soak it in, if you're not drenched in the the Spirit, that God tells you if you're not on fire for Christ, if you're not, if you're not on fire for Christ, you're not going to read Scripture. And if you don't read Scripture, you're not going to understand what's going on around you. And if you're not going to go understand what's going on around you, you are going to be untrained. You are going to be unable. You are not going to have the tools necessary mentally, physically, emotionally, psychologically, spiritually to fight off evil when it comes after you and your family and your friends and your community and by God your country and if you are not able to be one of the leaders if you're not able to defend yourself if you don't have the tools necessary you're going to be a hindrance you're going to be a liability you're going to be led astray you can be talked into anything because you don't know anything because you haven't Read scripture. You're not eating solid food. You have weak arms and legs. You're thinking as a child does. And Paul says, When I became an adult, I put away childish things. Paul says that when you stop drinking milk and start eating solid food, That is how you nourish yourself. That is how you grow. And when you grow and you strengthen yourself, you're supposed to help and grow the people around you so that they can strengthen themselves, that they can lift up their feeble arms and weak knees. And then he encourages them. He says, make every effort to live in peace with everyone and to be holy. Without holiness, no one will see the Lord. See to it that no one falls short of the grace of God. As an adult, as, an, as a leader in our households, in our communities, ladies and gentlemen, this is where we need to be. As believers in Christ, as the Christian American community, as individuals who try to put Christ at the forefront of our lives, we should be everything. If, if, if there is a line, if there is a line of all the things that we do, say, act on each and every day. If, there were, if you could line up everything from left to right and move them in a direction, that direction, all the things should be canted right to one area, to one main focus. If you had a camera, it would zoom in. It would be focused all the way into one area and that one area at the end of that one area should be Jesus everything you do everything you say everything you feel everything that every every personal interaction every good deed every word out of your mouth every lesson you you teach your kid should be directed toward Christ. You have the ability, we have the ability, we have the capability, we have the blessing, and we have the command to make believers of nations. But you can't make believers of nations until you know what you believe. And if we don't know what we believe, then we can be led astray pretty easy. And I say that because I encourage you to get into Scripture. It's a blueprint for our life and it's a love story about how God has saved us. He created us and he has saved us and he's provided a pathway to not only explain that to us, a concept so complex, so uh, intricate that that he had it put on paper, and put to words, so that you and I could understand it. And simultaneously, that would help you live it. That would help me live it. That would help us live it. That it would shape our lives. That it would change our minds. That it would open our hearts. That it would open our eyes to what is around us, how the world is, but how God wants it to be. More importantly, how he wants you to be. So there's something for this Monday, ladies and gentlemen. As always, if you want to contribute to the Christian American community, go to ChristianAmericanTees.com. That's ChristianAmericanTees.com and pick yourself up some Christian American tees, tank, sweatshirts, or hoodies. I know winter hopefully will be closing down soon. We're still wearing the vest and the long sleeves, so we still have long sleeve Christian American tees at ChristianAmericanTees.com. You can uh, go there and pick yourself up, a Christian American tea tank, sweatshirt, hoodie, or a variety of other assorted Christian American items. Be a part of the Christian American dialogue and follow us, like us, share us, tweet us, subscribe to us on all the social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Parler, TikTok, uh, YouTube. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, Good Morning Christian American YouTube channel. That way you do not miss any of the content that we put out, follow us, share us. Our uh, we, we are putting out a lot of content lately, and we need you guys. I need you guys to share that content, to spread God's message. That is the only way we're going to continue to reach people and and, and let other Christian Americans out there know that they are not alone in the things that they see. They are not alone in the way that they feel that we have their back and they can have our back and we grow and strengthen ourselves so that we can then change the world for the good, for the better. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, until Friday, you guys stay on fire for Christ. Stay blessed. Good morning, Christian America.